Mm. Hey guys. Hello. <laughs> this is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Kara. We are here today with a full episode for you. Yep, and not just nonsense. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of nonsense. Always. I've got a tale for you today, Megan. Indeed. Indeed, Megan. Indeed. Okay, this is kind of a mystery. A little bit of death involved, but not really murders. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. On August 1st, 1886, Evelyn Walsh was born. She was the daughter of an Irish immigrant carpenter. His name was Thomas Walsh. He was married to Carrie Reed, who was a school teacher. They were just living their lives, doing their things. The dad was prospecting for gold. When she was about 10, the dad, like, busted it. You can imagine, like, busting in the bedroom. Wait, what? We found gold. I've got gold. Oh. We struck rich. Like, so excited. Like, yeah. all the things. So lives changed. Did you ever watch that show where they're looking for gold in Alaska? Yeah. I freaking loved that show. And they were just, like, shaking their yeah. little pants. And they would all have, like, their little, like, drama. Yeah, Like, they don't like that. But they're not yes. supposed to be here. Which <laughs> just proves They that don't have permit for all. Yeah. Groups of men can be just as catty as groups of women. Oh, if my not more gosh. So. Yeah. They had tons of money now. Mm -hmm. They decided to move to Washington, D.C., and they literally ate off of gold plates in a 60-room mansion. So they went from, like, you know, being a carpenter and a school teacher and all these little things to, hey, we have money. We're going to act like it. I mean, part of me is like, gold plates? Mm -hmm. Seriously? Yeah. But then the other part of me is like, I don't know. Yeah. This makes you happy. Exactly. Okay. Like, like if you man, want... I would spend my money on so many different I know. things. Well, they spent money on more. They sent Evelyn to school in her own stagecoach that had matching horses, and her coachman wore silk attire. And Evelyn would be like, You know, I'm not feeling well if I'm not wearing my jewelry today. <laughs> Same. Same. Mm. So Evelyn's about 10, uh, 11 at this time. Going to school, doing she was ten or eleven. Saying, ten, I ten just or eleven. All the time. Yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I'm not feeling well if I'm not wearing any jewels. I bet her teachers hated her. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> she met a guy named Ned. I think it's McLean. I did not Google it, but it looks like McLean. Yeah. When she was eleven, and he was eight, they met in a dancing class, and people said that they were just infatuated with each other, just like mm. obsessed. Eight and eleven. Yeah. At 11, I, mean, I don't remember being interested in younger guys. I did date some guys that were younger when I was older, but not when I was 11. 1897. Like, yeah. Also, he's eight. Boys who are eight are gross. Also, <laughs> well, I'm just thinking more like they still think girls are gross when they're eight. Like, boys yes. don't really like girls yet. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So some people, some of the articles said that Evelyn kind of had some issues with transitioning from her previous lifestyle which you're like she's in a stagecoach and like complaining about wearing jewels and stuff like i don't, I don't know yeah but she was somewhat tomboyish and during that time like if you're trying to live a fancy life the parents are trying to like change her i guess mm -hmm. so they sailed to europe often and they said that she was kind of a troublemaker they started to get like pretty strict with her 1904 she was allowed to move to Paris to study music, and the dad's bankers gave her a $10,000 letter of credit. Wait, how, what year? 1904, so she was born in 1886. I was thinking that doesn't seem, well, I guess, yeah. Yeah. She's driving age at this point. She bought a sports car, because that's what she wanted to do with daddy's money that he gave her, that $10,000 letter of credit. 
So looking at Ned's life, because Ned is in her life for a bit, he comes from older money. They had had it for a good bit. He has family members that are military people, diplomats, explorers. They co-founded the Great Falls and Old Dominion Railroad in Virginia. And it's like real old money. Yeah. And a whole lot of it. Uh-huh. So the elder of the family owned the Cincinnati Post and part of the Cincinnati Red Stockings. Okay. Yeah. So then he bought, he bought the Washington Post. The Cincinnati Red Stockings. Would that be like the Reds baseball team? I mean, is it now the Reds baseball team? We just That's need, what, yeah. I just need to know. Yeah. Let's look. Oh, it's the baseball team. Yeah, Cincinnati Red Stockings of 1869 were baseball's first openly all-professional team. Yep. With 10 salaried players. How adorable. So he owned them. So that's why they're the Reds, I guess. Yep. Well, that's I just the best it. information ever. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, that's my beloved love of history. It's probably not the best information <laughs> But it's adorable. Ever, but I like it very much. We love much. it. <laughs> okay, so her parents weren't a huge fan of Ned, and they were pretty unsuccessful at trying to keep them apart. Was he just too wealthy for them? Like I don't they just didn't like his his lifestyle. He was like the one kid from the family of money that like likes to blow it on random stuff. Unlike their daughter. Right, exactly. She's clearly she was, much more reasonable. She was so good at financial. <laughs> okay. In nineteen oh five, Evelyn was in a car accident with her brother Vincent, and her brother was killed. Her leg was injured. And then they said it all weird that she had to go through a terrifying procedure. And then she got addicted to morphine. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And that kind of went along with his lifestyle, too. He was just constantly drinking, partying, doing whatever. I don't know. I'm sure parties were the same, just all didn't have the same things. Yeah. <laughs> just I mean, as wild. Drugs were different. Yeah. But they did more like opium and. Right. Things, yeah. You know. Yeah. They got engaged in 1908. They eloped to Colorado. Their parents were like, whatever, like, we give up. We're clearly not going to keep you two separated. Instead, we're going to give you $200,000 to go on a three-month honeymoon. <laughs> the parents confuse me. <laughs> yeah, I know. They went to Europe and the Middle East, and then they spent so much of it that they couldn't pay their hotel bill in Paris. $200,000 $200, in 1908. I was about to say the same thing. I was like, in 1908. $200,000. What did you do? For a three-month honeymoon. What did you blow it on? I can't eat that much food. I mean, I can't. Probably but that's, like, in three months? No. Less than three months. No. So when they got back, they moved into a mansion called Friendship in Washington, D.C., because, you know, people with money they have to name their they named houses. House. But they named, they could have named that home anything they wanted to, and they and named it Friendship. <laughs> Come over to Friendship. What? <laughs> Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. So they started hanging out with the head of state, traveled around the world. They started partying nonstop. So just typical lifestyle of the rich and famous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was going to do it. I'm glad you did. (laughs) So Ned was like, you know what I'm going to do since we're in Washington? I'm just going to see if the president wants to hang out with me. Sir Warren G. Harding. Became buddies. Warren G. Warren G. I don't think I knew that his name was Warren G. Harding. And now 
It just, that just makes me yeah. happy. That's, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was like, you know what? We're going to be buds. We're going to be best buds and everything's going to be fine. Me too. And Evelyn was like, you know what? He is pretty wild and Warren is the president of the United States. So I'm assuming that he'll calm him down a yeah, little bit. Let's settle down. Yeah. So sure. Totally fine. I'm okay with you being Warren's buddy. Like go be best pals. Go do whatever you do. No, no, no. Uh, he was kind of a bad influence on the president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just don't think of the president as being, like, easily influenced. Right. Anyway. Right. So they went from honeymooning in 1908, then moving, and now it's 1910. They're in Paris, and they see the Hope Diamond. Uh, it was the most expensive diamond you could hold in one hand. Its net worth, at the time of this article, was $200 million. When it was sold to them, they were told about a curse. A gem merchant stole it from the eye or somewhere in a statue of a Hindu goddess. Sold it to who? He, well, he stole it. And then he, they, like, all these people got it. Oh, so I thought you meant uh, Ned and and Evelyn Well, yeah, they it. do end up buying it. So this is what they're learning as they're purchasing it. There's money to spend however they want to. So... This guy steals it from this this Hindu goddess. Then this guy gets shredded to pieces by wild dogs. Then a princess buys it, dies when a French mob beats her to death. Listen, uh, Marie Antoinette and Louis had the diamond. He didn't wear it, but Marie did. Mm. We all know what happened to them. Yes. They were beheaded during the French Revolution uh, in 1908. A sultan bought it and then lost his throne his woman friend wore it and she died young so everybody was like you don't want this diamond this diamond's really cursed but then other people were like curses aren't real but marie antoinette did die so (laughs) they were like it's okay and all these other things you know yeah speaking real quick yeah real quick sidebar Mm -hmm. this is an interesting sidebar so nobody get mad yeah get the diamond thing made me think of it there is a diamond mine in it's a it's russian it's a, <laughs> you can go there and you can just dig for it you find a little um it's in siberia i was going to do an episode on this and then uh, i realized that it's for one not a mystery uh, it sounded like it was total clickbait but it was still interesting okay. it was in siberia so you know very difficult to live there right but also to um dig siberian and all those yeah. <laughs> it's so cold they said it gets to be like negative 40 yeah all the time in the winter. Oh, no, thank you. And so Russia was intent on owning this diamond mine and building a mine there and working it, right? Mm-hmm. And so building the mine itself was a huge operation because of right. how cold it is. Yeah. And just unforgiving the climate is. And then yeah. they finally built it. It cranks out. This one mine cranks out more than half of the world's diamonds. It's insanely productive. That's wild. And um, I can't think of the name of the diamond buyer seller mm-hmm. and they got suspicious because they were like why is this so it's not that big of a mine right why is it cranking out so much and they were real cagey about letting them come visit they like uh-huh. the, they wanted to go see the mine themselves couldn't really do it anyway the mine shut down very suddenly oh which was also weird and nobody really knows why right you still can't go to it even to get into the town where it is you have to have a permit just to oh. enter the town but the thing that caught my eye was that helicopters can't fly over it because the mine is so deep, the airflow creates a vortex, <gasps> oh. and it will suck in. Oh my gosh! Stuff that flies over top of it. 
So that's the headline I saw. I was like, you can't flow over this hole or it sucks you in. I was like, what? I got to read about this. It's just, I mean, it's science, which is like very cool, but not necessarily a mystery. So I how they're producing so many as a mystery. That's weird. And I, you know, but it's Russia. I'm not getting involved. No, we don't want to know. (laughs) But anyway, back to the Hope Diamond. Now I've told you all that story. We can just move right Just a little side piece, (laughs) just an addendum to this episode. So when they purchased it, one article says they got it for 154000 Another article says 180000 I don't know, but they bought it in 1911. Yeah. So it's worth $2 million now or whatever, but yes, that's different. 200. 200, yeah. Evelyn was like, guys, maybe the curse isn't real, but just in case, I'm going to go to a church, see if they'll bless it. Just in case. Just in case. We're all going to church. We're yeah. all going to start We got to go, go to church. We got to... Pray, we gotta we gotta get a priest to bless all of us and the stone. Would you risk the curse for the hope diamond? How many carrots is it? I can't remember. I mean, it's a huge. Lot. Yeah. I just don't care. It was like flavor flavor's time piece much. on her. <laughs> That's <I mean>, flavor <laughs> flavor's time. <laughs> That's what it had to have looked like. On yeah. Her. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't think I'd risk anything. I don't either. And I also just am not because what if even after you sell it, you're cursed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, no. You. Okay, so while the priest was was praying on it, lightning hit a tree across the street and just struck it down. Oh my god! And they were like, "Huh? I don't think that's an omen or anything." <laughs> we're still okay, surely, that's okay. that's definitely just a coincidence. Um, but she was like, "You know what? Just in case that didn't work, my kids can't touch it. Like, no, no, my friends and my kids just nobody needs to touch it. I'll touch it, but nobody else needs to touch it. Just stay away, okay?" <laughs> Just don't come near it. But we own it, and that's what's important. But then the dog would be, like, roaming around there in parties and stuff, and then she'd be like, come here, puppy, come here, puppy, and put it on the dog. And the dog would walk around wearing it during the parties. She would put the Hope Diamond on, on her dog. dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Imagine it being, like, a St. Bernard or something just wandering around, <laughs> slobbering all over it. These um, are the people who are just, like, we're rich and we want everybody to know it because it's not i mean what a weird thing to do Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so weird things started to happen ned's mom who was like super against it died within a year of the purchase and they were like nothing's nothing's strange here then evelyn's dad died that year too so then she went back to her addiction days because she was just so upset and depressed mm-hmm. so morphine made its appearance again upset depressed and cursed and cursed exactly and then she would mix morphine and alcohol and ned would constantly drink too so like i said evelyn was super depressed people said that it got to the point where they would be at a party with her and she would forget their name or forget who they were or forget things that they were talking about oh gosh so ned was like she's starting to hallucinate a little bit Mm -hmm. maybe because the morphine i don't know but i'm gonna build her a safe space at the top of our mansion so she had her own little sanitarium yeah he's locking her away yeah yeah sometimes evelyn would just like pawn the diamond (laughs) yeah but other times, like, when she had it, they people claimed that she kept it in her sofa cushions. She would wear it all the time. It was 94.8 carats. 94.8? And then she also if had... Can you imagine wearing it? You would just be like, clunk, all the time. Clunk, 
like hitting stuff. You're just constantly trying to balance. Like nicks in it because you're hitting the dogs yeah. wearing it. Your core strength would have to. Be oh my very god! Good. Like your neck. It's like that woman that wore all those necklaces on her neck. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she pawned it. She pawned it randomly. Right yeah, because it would always come back to her. Yeah, so she also had the Star of the East, which is a three, 31.26 carat diamond. She wore the Hope Diamond during a surgery. Um, and then she also wore it to races. She wore it while she was swimming. Some said she wore it on a fishing, an Arctic fishing trip. It was just It's wild. cursed and she wore it during a surgery. All these that things. just doesn't seem like a well thought out yeah, no. plan. Nobody else could touch it, though. Except her and the dog. <laughs> and the people she pawned it to. Her and the dog. Her and the dog. Oh, God. Okay, so they had a son named Vincent because that was her brother's name who died in the car accident. So they were like, we're going to name the boy after him. They were like, we do not want anything happening to him. Because she was just like so terrified of everything at this point. She was just like, I don't want anything happening to him. I want 24-7 bodyguards with this kid. So he was nine. He runs into the street away from the bodyguards and he gets hit by a car what and dies what Mm -hmm. yeah what were those bodyguards doing yeah like you had one job yeah evelyn and ned weren't home they were in louisville kentucky watching the horse races oh yeah i wonder if my great-grandfather's horses were racing at the time probably probably (laughs) yeah so there's that and then their daughter uh, who was 19, was marrying a 57-year-old Robert Reynolds. He was a not-so-great man. Um, they said that he was a Nazi sympathizer. Oh. Yeah, and he also had a, a anti-Semitic newspaper. Well, he sucks. Yeah. So they get married. During her wedding, she is wearing the Hope Diamond. I don't know where, like, is it a headpiece on a head? Like, how are you wearing the whole diamond? You'd have to have so many neck and back problems. I know, like, she has people, like, holding her up as she's walking, like, she's in a brace. No, there's someone who stands next to her holding the diamond. Yeah, <laughs> taking the weight off. They carry it for her. But unfortunately, six years into their marriage, she is extremely miserable. She ends up committing suicide. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, maybe it's the curse. Maybe, maybe life's maybe not... get rid of the yeah. stupid diamond. Like, maybe, who cares? Maybe life's just really bad. <sighs> At 22, Ned's father had made him the editor of the Washington Post. So, during all of these years, Ned's just kind of ruining the reputation of the Washington Post and mm. just making all sorts of scandals and mm-hmm. all the things. And it wasn't just like a very reputable newspaper yeah. anymore. Because Ned doesn't seem to be good at no those things. No, okay. not so much. Things started getting weird with mm-hmm. Ned also. He had a trained seal. His pets were his livelihood, really. Um, a pet seal. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. Though. And he always fed it a fifth of whiskey. Like daily. The seal was like, that's great. Oh, that doesn't sound no nope. seems like it wouldn't be good for the seal um so that that kind of had some issues and then he had a trained bear <laughs> that he took to his florida warehouse and while the bear was inside just roaming around doing a meet and greet it killed two people yeah so it wasn't a very well trained trained bear no but it was the gem that did it the the diamonds, the diamonds right yeah I mean, it is a wild animal. Yeah, but, but no, 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 it was cursed. The wild animal became rabid because of the curse. 
after those incidents, he was visiting his good old buddy, Warren G. And he was like, I got to take a pee. Um, and I'm just going to do it in the, the White House fireplace here. And the first lady walked in and no. she was like, I can't do this anymore. You can't be friends with Ned. Did he actually pee in the fireplace? Oh, yeah, he did. This makes it so next time anybody ever goes on a tour. It was the East Room fireplace. And you go to the East Room, just think. Ned peed here. Ned peed here. And, and Warren G's wife was like, get out. Regulators. <laughs> yeah, get out. Mount up. <laughs> was a clear love night. I'm sorry. That's like what, one of my most favorite 90s rap songs ever. Yeah, it's very amazing. Just very happy that you reminded me of it so unexpectedly. <laughs> to listen to it on the drive home. Yes. Okay, so near Friendship Home Mansion, they also had two other houses. Uh, one they rented to an attorney general, Harry Darty. Uh, he held round-the-clock parties, and he called it the Love Nest. <laughs> I bet it wasn't. <laughs> so Ned had all sorts of sex workers there, and it started getting a little crazy. People started throwing stuff. A bottle hit a lady in the head, and she died not too much later. So an FBI agent uh, actually is the person that took this girl to the hospital. I wonder how, why he was so close to this party. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> He just happened to be walking He back remembers here. that Warren G was at this party leaning on the fireplace. <laughs> He's like, Ned was such a bad influence. It was that diamond, I swear. The president of the United States was at the sex watching, party yeah, at the Love Nest. <laughs> just observing. <laughs> okay. Okay, so then there's this thing called the Teapot Dome Scandal. Uh, Interior Secretary Albert Fall had accepted a bribe to lease oil reserves without asking for bids. So Ned was involved with that. He had agreed to say that he had loaned the money, but then the senator who led the investigation was like, Oh, Ned is now broke because of all of these issues that are happening because of his dang diamond. Like, this, no. So then in 1929, Ned was like, I'm a little bored with Evelyn. She's getting a little crazy. I'm just going to go adventure out here and find another lady friend. So he left her for another woman and they got a divorce. Four years later, Evelyn and Ned, or Evelyn had Ned committed to an insane asylum. And then he danced the hokey pokey with F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife, Evelyn? Zelda. How did Evelyn have him committed? Uh-huh. When she I was, she was Yeah, well, she was in their own home, though. It was just a little sanctuary he built for her. But she had him committed into an actual facility. So F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife, Zelda, was dancing the hokey pokey with him. I'm kind of amazed that she was able to do that because it was at a time when it was much more common for yes. men to be like, she won't have sex with me. She's crazy. And they're yeah. like, she must be crazy. She must be. Look at you. <laughs> Clearly, there could be no other reasons. <laughs> just <laughs> definitely lost her heart. <laughs> She had an opinion. Oh, locker. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> Gotta go. I wonder how she, she had, had dinner for you tonight. Goodbye. Mm. Yeah. You came home and there was dirt on the floor. Uh-uh. Laundry's not done. Okay. Lock her. Those up. wifely duties were not checked. Schizophrenia. <laughs> Multiple personality disorder. Okay. No, they didn't even have to do that. They would just be like, no. woman. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Diagnosis female <laughs> asked for tampons no <laughs> no we don't talk about <laughs> we don't talk about tampons <laughs> so in the 1930s during the depression she was like i'm gonna keep going with this lifestyle i'm gonna keep throwing my money around do I'm still just have gonna do... She's oh yeah she does here and there she pawns it every now and then but yeah, she, she, gets, she gets it back i don't understand okay she was like you know what 
I also like to give to charity, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna make some things happen. So, you know, the war was going on, Great Depression, all these things. She's like, you know what, restaurant owner up the street? I'm gonna ask you to make a thousand sandwiches on your time off. Is that okay? You gonna do this? Great. Okay, sounds good. So then he does that. She buys them cots, books, cigarettes, and she does this all on her own funds. Hmm. But then they're all driven out of town. Who's driven out of town? Like the military and everything. So she's oh, like, oh, okay. But I have a thousand you're, sandwiches. You're welcome. You're welcome. Take, take, take them to go, I guess. Just take take them to go. <laughs> so that was the 1930s, early. March 1st, 1932. Lindbergh. Charles Lindbergh's baby goes missing. Listen, this woman's life, I'm still, it just hit me that mm-hmm. like all these things happen and surrounding this one woman this one woman that's why the other day when you were like charles Lindbergh, i was like (laughs) so she's like i remember what it feels like to lose my children i feel for the Lindberghs because they're my pals and i'm gonna reach out to them okay she pawns the diamond to raise a hundred thousand dollars she gives the hundred thousand dollars to what she thinks is an fbi agent and the FBI agent goes rogue and keeps the money. Turns out that he is a convicted felon and goes to prison for the scan. And somehow the diamond comes back to Evelyn. Well, it just finds its way. It really did. For better or for worse. Yep. The Washington Post is sold in 1933 to the Meyer family. Ned ends up dying of a heart attack in the asylum in 1941. He left the small amount of money that he did have to his common-law wife, the woman that he was seeing after he divorced Evelyn. She didn't get any of that. Wait, so she, even after he went yeah. to the insane asylum, yeah. that woman was still there? Yeah. So he died in what year? 1941. When did she have him committed? Like, how long was he there? Um, I know it was four years after was. they divorced. 1929. 29. So 1933 until when? 41. Wow, he was there for eight years. Yeah. I wonder. Dancing with Zelda Fitzgerald. Yeah. And then she just really struggled with her daughter committing suicide. She had leased her Washington mansion to the government to use as office spaces because she was like, I have no use for this. I wonder if, like, when they got in there, they were like, what's upstairs? (laughs) Yeah. This 60 room mansion. This is strange. 1947, she ends up dying of pneumonia because the plaster started falling from the walls of her home. So she started, like, inhaling all that dust and stuff mm. and ended up with pneumonia. Um, she left the Hope Diamond to the grandchildren. In 1947, they sold it to a jeweler, Harry Winston, to pay her estate taxes. Winston then donated the gem to the Smithsonian. It's there, but it's in his, like, specific Harry Winston gallery. So we can all go look we at it. We can go look at it. This woman put it on her dog. Put it parties. on her dog at parties. And we're at, like, Flava Flav's timepiece. But don't touch it, because it might be cursed. Or she just had really bad luck, or she just made really poor decisions. I mean, <laughs> even before they got the diamond, she seemed a little... It's like, you know, almost like how um, child stars, they become yes. too rich, too fast, mm-hmm. too young. And they never quite yeah recover learn how to be a normal human being. Unless you're the Olsen twins and you're just... No, they're a perfect example. Exactly. Not really <laughs> That's really. what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, you're allowed to live your life however you want to. Yes. But, no, they're odd. Yeah. But so am I, so it's okay. We all are. Everybody is. Do you remember 
them selling all their clothes in like Walmart and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. those were the days. <laughs> those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, gosh, what a wild life. That what a whirlwind of a life. So do you think it was cursed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like Maui both in can, Moana. Yeah. <laughs> Stealing Tafiti or to whatever. The heart of Tafiti. Something like that. Okay, let's just look that up. And then, like, Moana had to fix that curse, and she fixes it, and life Tafiti. goes... Tafiti. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and life goes back to normal. Yeah. Also, what... I and Like I said, I don't really get into diamonds. I don't really get into, like... I don't even like to wear clothes that the brand name shows on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't... Well, I shouldn't say I don't like it. I don't care when other people do it, but it doesn't do anything personally for me right. to, like, have something fancy and be like, look. Look at all my things. Um, I don't care if, like, jewelry's real or not. I just care if I like it. You yeah. Know, if you give me a necklace and you're like, it's a fake diamond, I'd be like, okay, okay. it's pretty. I love it. You know? Yeah. So I just don't understand a 93 carat diamond. <laughs> no. Like, put it in a case, you know, or and do what Gary Winston did, because that's a great thing. Yeah. And, like, the people get to see it. Yes. Because I would want to see it. Because right. what in the world does a 93 right. carat diamond yeah. look like? But I don't need to wear it. No. No, thank you. Just randomly to right. surgery. Yeah. Or and a fishing like, expedition. And also now, like, you can't wear stuff to surgery. So nah. they, like, they'd make us remove our nose rings even. Mm-hmm. So just, like, wearing it to a procedure. Do you need to be a surgeon? Just, like, can you lift it? Like, okay, it's it its own tray. <laughs> She grew up super humble, so maybe yeah. it was some weird sense of security that that gave her. Oh, maybe. But it just gives you such a warped sense of what matters. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> here we are. Um, happy May, everybody. Yeah, don't go by the Hope Diamond as well. <laughs> yeah, don't at all. It's cursed for sure. It's, yeah. Yeah, thanks for that. That's yeah. good. If you guys have anything you would like to say to yeah. us, you can find all of the ways to contact us in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Our Facebook group is the best. Oh, it's so I much fun. Always say. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, Everything we would. that you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you later. Yep. Love you so much. Yeah. Goodbye.